0: Good evening and welcome to a special edition of StarCast from Planet Waves, focused on 2024 astrology and this uh, Odyssey marathon journey that I'm going through, writing for the 12 signs, these extended readings. I tell you, there's no better way to learn something than to write about it 12 times And this is not my first time writing about Pluto in Aquarius. Uh, I actually began doing that in earnest in 2021 with the Aquarian Era, Aquarian Age readings. By the way, those readings will be waiting for you when you purchase somewhere in between, along with three other readings, um, both recent and a little bit distant. These readings uh, maintain their value and their uh, influence, uh, and their spiritual quality over time. <clears throat> Today I'm writing the Sagittarius reading. And th- this is, um, I've had some breakthroughs writing this one in terms of understanding the nature of Pluto in Aquarius and the meeting of those two concepts, archetypes, and w- what Aquarius is Is waiting for when Pluto arrives and and like what that's going to feel like and be about. Now, uh, I'm working with a lot of my background in media study to understand what the uh, the digital and electrical environments have done to our minds. Astrology is a spiritual art that is the only purpose to do astrology that I think is uh, is is legitimate and the ways in which the digital and the electrical environments have conditioned us is creating a spiritual situation and it is a it is in the mental environment it is in it is in the air environment. I I am sitting uh, now in a place in in a small upstate city, and the number of networks that surround me goes all the way, when I click the icon, all the way down to the bottom of the screen on my 27-inch iMac. I am surrounded, as are you, by Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, and every other frequency And this is all having an effect on us. And that, in turn, is all represented in those little airy waves that represent the sign Aquarius. Those are energy waves, water waves, uh, transmission waves, electrical impulses. That is Aquarius. And while Aquarius is this kind of a conducting medium... Uh, that I've watched change every time um, an outer planet goes through it. It kind of frosts the internet with a, uh, the, the digital environment, with a whole new layer of uh, of, of experience and, and meaning. Um, and the thing that Aquarius does pretty much the best is it forms crystallized patterns. It is a pattern-making energy field. Pisces likes to dissolve things. Capricorn likes to build things. Sagittarius likes to explore things. Scorpio likes to dive deep into things. The thing that Aquarius does is it crystallizes patterns, and those patterns are technological patterns, and they are social patterns, and now we are living through this experiment, which really goes back, basically, I'm going to say, well before the iPhone was introduced on January 9th, 2007. That's a chart I hang over my desk so that I never never lose sight of that. That's a Neptune in Aquarius chart. Neptune in Aquarius rising and since that time, particularly since that time, the the uh, the entire social realm has become completely invested and intermingled with the digital and the electrical is shaping and has shaped and formed all of our relationships. There are people walking around today who are old enough to have a real conversation with who have never known anything but this. However, environments tend to be invisible. I I can't say for sure that fish don't know that they're swimming in water, but we're really not re- uh, that, that aware that we're moving around in air, and breathing till the air gets stuffy. It is only when the environment becomes in some way uh, disturbed or disturbing or changes in some way that we notice that the environment exists. So you don't really spend a lot of your time thinking about electricity, for example, but when the power goes out, suddenly you're thinking about electricity a lot. So environments tend to drop below the level of awareness, until there is a shift. And with Pluto in Aquarius, that shift is coming. And it is a shift to the electrical, the the digital, and the social environments all at once. And this is something we need to be prepared for. And what I came to understand, like... Aquarius, sorry, Sag is the eighth sign that I'm completing. These essays uh, are are pushing 6,000 words. And so I got to really think about what I'm writing about. I can't, I'm not going to write fluff for 6,000 words. I might as well just save my time and uh, write a shorter essay and get it over with. Uh, But that's how long they come out. And so I'm reinterpreting this sign after sign after sign. And when I got to Sagittarius, Aquarius is in the third place of Sagittarius. So it is, it is where the sign presents in the house that is mental. And so I had to figure out, like yet again, but especially for this reading, what is the mental quality that has developed and evolved with Aqu- Aqu- in Aquarius? Like, what does that feel like? And it feels brittle. It feels humorless. It feels overly certain of itself. It it feels it has it is it is the ex- like the living example of one of the worst things about Aquarius. A lot of good things about Aquarius. One issue is there is a no when you don't know issue. This is part of the environment disappearing, and this brittle, dry, humorless thing where there's uh, on the one hand complete chaos. That that chaos involves there not being a distinction between right and wrong, true or false. Well, that's incredible. Uh, and and how do you live in that environment? How do you navigate that environment? And suddenly Pluto is going to arrive, and shock that environment. Now we got a little taste of Pluto and Aquarius last year for only three months. A lot else going on. A lot of momentum from the Pluto and Capricorn environment moving and now we're going to have the second ingress of Pluto into Aquarius. It's going to last all the way to September. Pluto's going to dip back into Capricorn for about 10 weeks and then that's it. Straight ahead 20 years of Pluto and Aquarius. So we get a more involved test run of Pluto in Aquarius. And, and so we can expect our thought patterns to be shifted, our social patterns to be shifted, and something about our experience of the digital environment to be shifted. Now, uh, at, at the risk of going a little longer than I was planning on this video, because I've got one audio, one more topic, which is Sedna in Gemini, I want to tell you what I was doing all day long in between writing the uh, the the uh, Sag reading Now i got this weird thing going on Where when I'm doing a really deep Long project I like to have a second project going At the same time And it, it may seem counterintuitive Wow you've got you, you got f- nearly 6,000 words right. Why are you doing something else? Why are you fucking around on Facebook? But I've been having fun with a prank locally uh, Which has involved Claiming that my friend's hippie store uh, co- Called Groovy Blueberry Which closed a few weeks ago uh, is, is going to be transformed into a UFO museum, and Elijah Tuttle, who processes all those videos and all the pages that you see and keeps the website going, as is in love with AI. So I am playing with him and creating videos of things like uh, images of things like converting of my photo of the groovy blueberry into a photo of a UFO museum. And posting it, writing an article that sounds real serious in the in the style of the Yes Men. You know, like a serious sounding article that's complete horseshit. But it's funny and there's it's no harm done. Who the hell cares if it's a UFO museum or not a UFO museum? It doesn't impact anyone. You can't act on that information. It doesn't really matter. It's pure fiction, like almost everything else you read. But there are people who don't think this is funny. And there are people who just simply believe it, no matter how ridiculous the article is. No matter how absurd I say, like I said, the museum would be equipped with an anti-gravity device so that the entire building could float around and hover over the village of New Paltz. This is completely ridiculous. I mean, the Boy Scouts finding a UFO up on the mountain, Whitley Streber and Dave Wilcock coming to speak, okay, fine. But the building rising up and floating around? But that indicates something people are not necessarily paying attention if they believe something like that. Their discernment is not on. And so what has happened in the digital environment is that there is a a failure to know when we don't know. And then, therefore, there's a secondary, well, maybe it comes before, a discernment issue. What is this about? Is this really true? Well, there's a picture and there's an article. The assumption that it's true, well, check that out. This is serious, and it turns out this is probably 95% of the mental environment, which is the digital environment, that we are walking around in and basically dreaming our way through, and Pluto is coming. Now, there's one more transit along, along these lines, uh, which is those lines are the air signs, and there's another air sign that is taking the ingress of, uh, of, of a slow-moving planet. A planet that moves so slowly, it, it makes Pluto look like it's quick. Let's see. It takes 11,400 11, years for Sedna to go around once. Every thousand is four. So uh, just doing some quick and dirty mathematics, Pluto will make 44 orbits of the sun for every orbit of the sun of Sedna. forty Pluto takes 248 years to go around the Zodiac, and it will orbit 44 times. The last time Sedna was in this position was at the time of the last Ice Age Ending. And it has been in Taurus since 1966. It was discovered in 2003. It's taken a long time for astrologers to figure out what's going on, but astrologers mainly have come to a kind of a consensus that this is about the condition of the Earth under the influence of all this stress of human activity. Now, I am not, not taking a firm position on the influence of human activity on the climate, It's obviously having some. I'm not sure that it's totally responsible for the rest of it. And I'm not saying that because I'm some kind of a Trump supporter or Republican. I'm saying that because I've learned to really get to the bottom of issues, no matter how difficult they may seem to get to the bottom of. But one thing about Sedna is that it represents major changes in the environment. And by the way, all those glaciers retreated and those glacial lakes burst and flooded the land without any gasoline engines going the planet got so warm so fast that the glaciers which were a mile thick where i'm sitting a mile a mile of fucking ice uh and and they uh they retreated back up to the arctic and nobody was running their lawnmower back you know nine thousand bc now Sedna is changing signs, and it's changing signs for the first time since 1966. It's going to be in Gemini until 2066. It just happens to be that they're both 66s. But that, by by the best uh, calculation I could do on a special tool used to track the outer planets, uh, we're, we're going to have Sedna in Gemini till 2066. That's a long time. Uh, very. Uh, n- none of us who are semi old or not young are likely to be here so that's that's the foreseeable future now add the what we know about sedna that it is something about the environment it represents the environment in which we live and sedna is now entering the mental sign gemini the human sign gemini it, this influence is shifting to the human environment, the immediate direct mental human environment. And while the environment of resources is very important, we don't do anything that's not decided, evaluated, assessed, or ignored through uh, through anything but the mental environment. So the mental environment, I think, is f- far more important than the physical environment because we can't do anything about the physical environment unless we think it through and make decisions. And so in the same year that Pluto is entering Aquarius, Sedna, in an exact trine to Pluto, is entering the air sign Gemini. This is a lot of change to the air signs. And Sedna is not the air signs, meaning the mental and social environment. Gemini is every bit as social as Aquarius. And at the same time, Sedna, this distant, remote planet that's something like I lost track of how many astronomical units it is away from the how many earth sun distances we're never going to get there um, is um, it is entering Gemini with Jupiter. This is not so mysterious to read. Jupiter enlarges the effect of everything, and so we we will see what this is about when Jupiter and Sedna enter Gemini simultaneously. It'll be a little challenging to sort it out from Pluto in Aquarius, but really think of it all as one process, with Sedna working more influentially on the human realm, more of a human sign, though Aquarius is a human sign, but Aquarius more represents the technological and social group network environment. So this is all coming under the influence of outer planets, The gods of change at one time. And this is what I'm exploring in somewhere in between your 2024-25 readings. We are at 2024 plus. I'm going out a couple of years looking at other influences, mostly in Aries that are are coming into focus in 2025 and 2026. Chiron conjunct Aries. Saturn conjunct Neptune. All right, that's what I've got to say uh to you and for you. Tonight we're having a flash sale on New Year's Eve and New Year's Day of somewhere in between. Uh we will put I will put a link to that on this substack. Uh and uh, let's see. If you're listening on starcast.fm, we'll figure out a way to get you that information. Or if there's anything you ever need from Planet Waves, write to us at cs at planetwaves.net or office at planetwaves.net. We will see it almost immediately. Once again, thank you for listening. Thank you for your business, your trust. Thank you for the, to the many people who have made somewhere in between the fantastic selling reading that it is. And I'll be back on a different day. Once again, lots of love. Thanks for being here and bye for now.